What's up, everyone? On today's episode, I talk about losing our identity. So if you want to learn how I was able to gain that back, realize who I really was and stop doing everything for everyone else and not looking after myself, you're definitely not going to want to miss this episode. And make sure you stick around until after the show because I have a freebie for you. When we recover, we are returning to a normal state of health, mind, or strength. We begin the process of regaining control over something that was lost. Welcome to the Road Beyond Recovery podcast, and my name is Tamar, your host. Have you ever felt like you were meant for more? Well, I help people discover their purpose so they can follow their passion and realize what they are truly capable of. My mission is to empower people in recovery to embrace their authentic selves, live up to their true potential, and answer the question, what lies beyond recovery for you? Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of The Road Beyond Recovery. This has been such a fun journey, and just I think the topics that you can discuss on a show like this, you know, when it comes to an entrepreneur journey, when it comes to personal development, there is so much to talk about and today is no different. I wanted to talk to you about how a lot of us lose our identity, right? We spend a lot of time doing things for other people and we don't take care of ourselves. Um, And I don't think we realize how when we do that, we aren't always able to effectively show up in the lives of the people that we love. Now, before we get into today's show, I mentioned it last week, but if you missed last week's episode, we are starting a new Facebook group. It is called the Rise in Recovery Network. So if you want to be part of a group of supportive, like-minded individuals that are there to help you level up your life and your business, you're not going to want to miss this group. We also just want to make a more positive impact on the world and help people realize that, you know, when they've overcome addiction and adversity, that can actually be what can help them discover their purpose or their calling in life. So this uh, network is going to be for people who are experienced or even new into the world of entrepreneurship. And like I said, we want to help and support everybody and help everyone level up. We've got some amazing training that we're going to be doing in the group. Um, It's just, you know, a big group of like-minded individuals. We're going to be providing you with free content to help you gain clarity, take action, and make money with your message. We are also going to get live expert interviews. Uh, We love to focus on purpose, uh, goals, of course, target marketing and niche marketing. And there will be live coaching, accountability, promotional opportunities, because we want to make sure that we want to hear what you've got going on so that we can, you know, cross promote each other and really help each other grow. And of course, we're going to be starting a mastermind group, which you'll be able to be a part of. So make sure you head on over to the show notes. It's called Rise in Recovery. It's a new Facebook network. And we're gonna we're gonna do a lot of cool things in there. So make sure you uh, come be a part of the early founders because you're going to get a lot of freebies. 
So on today's episode, I want to discuss losing our identity. Now, I remember when I was younger, I always felt awkward. I felt like I never fit in anywhere. And I didn't know who I was, right? All I knew is that I wanted to feel pretty. I wanted to be loved. I wanted to be accepted. And of course, because we moved around so much when I was younger, I always had to work on making new friends. And you know, when I look back now, I really never had a problem with that, but it still felt really awkward. And then when I started drinking at the age of 14, I finally felt like I had come into my own, right? I felt like, ooh, this is exciting. This is exactly what I had been missing in my life. I found my solution to everything. And I felt like I could be that person that I thought others wanted me to be. But in the process of that, I lost my own identity, right? I became a people pleaser. I did everything for everyone else. I also became somewhat of a bully. I would, you know, make fun of people or tease people um, and, you know, to make other people laugh, but it was always at the expense of someone else. And that really wasn't who I was, but I just became that person that I thought society wanted me to be, which is very sad when I look back now, right, that I didn't take the time to really discover who I was. And, you know, alcohol helped mask that for me. After hitting several bottoms, because I I believe that my last bottom when I was 36, when I finally got sober, was finally kind of the last straw. But I had hit a lot of bottoms before that, right? I mean, I'd gone through that abusive relationship. I had ended up in crack houses where I didn't know, you know, I was like, how the hell did I end up here? Um, but, you know, I really wanted to do something about it. And I didn't know who I was. And so I decided that, you know what, I'm going to do what society says you should do. Um, I'm going to get a good job. So I ended up taking some admin classes just so I could, you know, get an office job summer because I thought, well, that's good, right? If I work in an, an office job where I'm doing administrative work, then that'll make me important. You know, I got the car, I decided to get married and bought the home and even thought about having kids there for a while, even though today I'm grateful that I have the freedom and I have so many friends and, you know, my, my brother has, um, I have a wonderful niece, but, you know, I can just now take them, be the really cool aunt and send them home. But at the time, I really thought that all of those things would fill that void, right? That I didn't have that self-love. I didn't know who I was. And so I just started doing things that I thought I was supposed to do. And in the process, I lost myself even further. I was a people pleaser. I wanted everybody to be happy when they weren't. Of course, my life was in shambles. And, you know, it wasn't until I got sober where I started down this path of, self-discovery and I didn't like it at first. I didn't like looking at who I'd become. Um, it was it was gross. Uh, I was incredibly emotional. I think I cried that first year of recovery more than I've ever cried in my entire life. Um, but you know I started off by really writing kind of my life out and what that looked like and I didn't like what I saw. And I think that was the first step, obviously, to me recognizing that I had made a complete mess of my life. Then 
I started having to realize that I couldn't do this by myself, right? So I started on that spiritual journey. I started to think, okay, what could a higher power look like for me? What could I lean on, whether it's my support community, whatever it was, to help guide me through this journey and help me discover who I was, right? Because I wasn't listening. And so I started to develop those skills. And then, of course, once I built that foundation and I cleaned up my past, it was time to discover what it is I wanted. And you know, in early recovery, I've talked about this many times, I started that journey of health first, right? I thought if I could only lose 75 pounds, then it will be better. If only I could be in this type of a relationship, then it would be better, right? I was doing all these things, hoping that it would fill the void that I was missing. And I think that's one of the reasons why I wanted kids for so long is because maybe not because I actually wanted to have children, um, because I can only handle kids in short stints. But I thought, well, that's what I should do, right? Because when I get older, who's going to take care of me and all this kind of stuff was going through my head. Um, but I didn't know who I was. And so it was interesting because, you know, over about a five year time span, I got incredibly complacent. You know, things were going well for me. I had lost the weight. I had a good job. I had amazing friends, a supportive network of people, not only in my recovery, but also my health journey. But I still felt incredibly lost. I continued to do things that I thought I should do, right? I kept that job because I thought I should keep the job, right? I I paid off my debts. I did all this kind of stuff, but there was still this hole inside me. So after becoming complacent for about five years, I finally realized I needed to get my head out of my ass because if I continued to settle in life, I didn't feel like I was going to move forward and I really wasn't showing up very well to those people that I loved, you know, and I hear about it a lot. We get hung up doing things for everyone else and we lose sight of ourselves, right? We lose our own identity. And so what I started doing is some more self-analysis, but this time, because I'd already built the foundation in my life and I had some stability, I knew that it was time to start getting out of my comfort zone, right? I started to invest or investigate in what was it that I wanted to do? What would fill my cup up? What would I love to do? And so I started on this journey of trying to figure out, you know, what are the things in life that bring me joy? And I started to do more than more of that. I started to wake up earlier in the day so I could, you know, take care of my health. I could do my side hustle. You know, I ended up writing a book and through this journey, I've realized that I actually really enjoyed writing, you know, so much so that I wrote a second book in less than a year. And never in a million years, like had I not started to really look at what it was that I loved, would I ever have thought of writing a book, let alone two, because I just, I had such limiting beliefs and that talk that told me like, who are you to write a book, right? You're just, you're just someone in recovery, um, you know, that's trying to get your life back together. Like you should just be happy for what you have. And so throughout that journey of forcing myself to get out of my comfort zone and to really determine what it is that I wanted, I have actually been able to be more present in the lives of the people that I love because what was happening before is because I felt so lost, right? And I was so 
resentful and just stuck in this. Is this it? Is this all that I'm ever going to get, right? Am I going to just always be doing things for other people and not myself? You know, when it come, when it came to the job, am I always going to be working for someone else to get a paycheck where I don't have control over my time? And I got very bitter about that kind of stuff. And so once I realized that I didn't have to do that and I started to look into what brought me joy, I started to change. I started to make these shifts. And you know, what happened in less than a year is I actually learned how to love myself as a result. You know, when I'm done my day today, um, you know, it's much better. My spouse doesn't take the stress that I endure from a day at the office he now gets to hear about the cool things that I've done. You know, don't get me wrong, they're still stressful days uh, because when you're an entrepreneur and you're self-employed, there are times where you gotta work your ass off and you may not get the benefits right away. But today, as a result of doing what I actually love, I do show up in other people's lives. I have learned to be more present, right? And so by freeing up time, to do the things that I care about and that make me a better person, it reflects outwardly, right? I think that when we also become other people-centered, meaning that we find our calling, we find what we're passionate about, we start to do it, it, it definitely reflects outward. So I think that, you know, the key to gaining back our identity is to start doing that, you know, self-analysis on ourselves about, what it is that's important to us, right? What fills our cup and not always what fills everybody else's cup because, you know, you hear a lot of people that do everything for everyone in their life and they become resentful towards those people, right? They start to go, well, why am I always doing this? Why can't they do it, you know? And why can't they? Uh, but that's for us to make that decision, right? I know I had to do that. So, it's not always easy. Um, I think it, you know, comes down to those boundaries too that we have to create the healthy boundaries and that word no, which can be such an impactful word if we learn to use it. And, you know, I haven't lost any friends yet because I've gained the ability to say no. Um, in fact, I think people respect you a little bit more because, you know, then you're being straight and upfront. You know, I know I used to be someone who used to make plans and overextend myself again, because I wanted to make everybody around me so happy. But all it did was it made me burnt out, exhausted, tired, and I would end up bailing out on people anyway. And you know, which, which obviously upsets people. So um, there's been a lot of learning lessons about discovering my identity and who I truly am. So if you are someone that has lost your identity and you continue to do everything for everybody else and you're not filling your own cup, I would love to hear from you. We can jump on a free 30-minute discovery call and let's talk about it. You know, let's, let's see how we can maybe move some things around so we can help you start the process of discovering your own identity once again. So I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. I, I love talking about it because I think that self-love is such a big part of recovery and helping discover your identity again can just help you show up so differently. Um, but like I mentioned, I am giving away a free copy of my first book, Hope Elevated. So if you want a little inspiration and you want to read my story from 
from basically growing up until I overcame my addiction and entered into the world of sobriety, you can head on over to www.theroadforward.ca forward slash beyond dash recovery. And uh, you can pick up your free copy. Of course, it's also available on Amazon. And guys, I hope you stay safe and I'll see you on the next show. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Road Beyond Recovery. Did you know that our dreams can become a reality? When you determine your purpose in life and you allow that purpose to guide you, anything is possible. It just takes action. Don't wait until you're ready. Start to create the life you were truly meant to live right now. I am super passionate about my mission to help people live up to their true potential. So if you want to learn more, check out my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And until next week, keep exploring what lies beyond recovery for you.